When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You do it, Matt. You do the Good evening, folks. It is January 20th, 2020. Can you believe it? It's 2020 already. And we're here with another totally spectacular episode of Monday Night Raw. I am your host. Matt Morgan, joined by Giggles McGee, Glenn Rubenstein, <laughs> and his compadre, Mr. Raj Gurry, owner proprietor of WrestlingInc.com. That was pretty good. You're pretty good. At this yeah, one. you should be doing that. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. I was nervous. No. <laughs> See, uh, that's why Monday Night Raw. It. Monday Night Raw tonight. Here we are, the go home show for the Royal Rumble. So much going on tonight. Uh, some stuff to like, maybe some stuff not to like. If you'd taken a drink tonight, every time they said Monday Night Messiah, you would be in the emergency room right now for alcohol poisoning, having your stomach pumped. I will add an asterisk. Uh, Raj Gary did exactly that. So for all those that want NWO Raj, he's here tonight, folks. Tell your friends. I might need to do that for the Rumble. <laughs> the Sunday. <laughs> so we opened up tonight with Seth Rollins. Ekam and Razar joined by Buddy Murphy, the newest disciple of the Monday Night Messiah. And uh, I'll admit I was a little sour on this at first. I don't know about you guys, but when you look at Buddy Murphy, this trajectory from where he was a week ago, the guy that was destined to lose to Aleister Black right. to tonight being a tag team champion. Even if I don't like this angle, I feel good for Buddy Murphy. Hell yeah. I, I liked it. I think this is good use of these are the three people, him and that tag team, are the three people, I would say, out of like how many, 20 to 50 that we say that are in the mid card and lower card? Like, why don't they do this with this person? Why don't they do this with this person? Well, they're doing this with these people finally. And we may not like it every time, but I think we've got to try to control the narrative a little bit better, public consumption and opinion by putting them over more. I know that sounds crazy, but. Do you know what I mean? People are so negative on every single aspect of everything. These are three mid-carders that are getting a pretty damn good run right now in the main event picture. And if you told any anybody, any one of us a year ago that those three would be in a main event picture, no way. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought this was good. I'm with you, Matt. I thought uh, it, it elevates those guys. And it, it, they don't look like they don't belong. 
you know. So, yeah, so which happens, by the way, which happens. People stick out like fish out of water when they don't belong, and they try to force that squirrel, squirrel, Jesus Christmas, that circle right. peg into like that square hole, right? Yeah, it didn't look that way. Yeah, Buddy Murphy looks sharp in the suit. Um, yeah, I like this. I, I mean, I think Glenn, you talked about the. Uh, the Messiah group and how they don't really have a purpose. And I, and mm-hmm. it would be kind of interesting to hear like what their whole objective is, you know, what the, the point of this group is. But, isn't it taking, isn't, I mean, just for shits and giggles, I just assume it's to take over pro wrestling. I always assume that's what everybody's MO is when they put together a group, like they're yeah. combating the company and they're taking over. Yeah. Then they should, you know, they should make that a point in their promos. If they're, you know, they're just, what there. are they saying? Are they never saying that? Am I just putting this? Uh, Seth said tonight, and this was confusing in the promo because I know what he meant to say versus what he said. Uh, let me just find this quickly. He specifically called out and said this was determinism at its finest. Pretty sure he meant determination. Uh, determinism is the idea that man has no choice. Everything's predestined. Right. But uh, determination at its finest, that kind of makes sense, right? Like, this is Seth. He's been the architect. Now he wants to rebuild Raw in his image with his disciples. It kind of works in that sense. I'm going to argue, Glenn, and say that the writers used that word incorrectly. Yeah, perhaps. Um, I mean, easy slip to make, though. I would argue Seth Rollins has never heard the word determinism until tonight. No way. No way. Yeah. That is a creative team word, no way around it. And they use it incorrectly. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not to nitpick it, but it does matter to your point, though, Matt. If you're out there cutting the promo, right, you got the band together. You got the four guys. This is your chance. You're in front of the world. What do you stand for? It's like, man, choose your words carefully and be very accurate and succinct in your mission statement. Just say you want to take over. That's it. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Yes. It'll or be Destiny. interesting if CM Punk uh, has anything yeah. to say about because it's very straight edge society ish, and uh, Punk is going to be back on WWE backstage tomorrow night, and he usually doesn't hold back, so no, um, that'll probably be one to watch. So they were interrupted by Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. and oh, they've got backup. Not going to be two on four. Outcoming to join them, the surprise third and fourth are the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivan. Yeah. This is where this segment lost me. No offense. I, I actually I take it back. They serve their purpose because they no longer tag team champions. So hooray for that. Sure. Isn't it weird that the two singles you, his faction is two singles guys and a tag team, and it's the singles guys that win the tag team championship, not the that is, Yes. Yeah. And we should talk about that at length when it comes to the match, because that I mean, again, I'm trying to be positive. This actually tonight raw flew by. Tonight wasn't a slog of a show. The wrestling was really good. It had a really good pace. But yes, I agree that Authors of Pain, who look like beasts, it is a little weird that the two singles guys got the shot and the championship tonight. This is being super duper like overthinking. But do you think it's because they've been, haven't they been tag team champions already? No. Ooh, okay. It, then I got nothing. I mean, in NXT, but no, not on, no, the, not in WWE though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm concerned about the Viking Raiders being with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. They need just to go. Replace them. Joe, KO, just replace them. But we, I mean, we talked about this. 
You don't want a, your faction to be the chunky bunch. I, you don't want to be the husky you, boys. Thank you for being the one to say it. <laughs> I, I was like, how do I say this without? Uh, no, I'm thinking it tonight. <laughs> what sticks out, guys? It does stick out. It does. I'm not saying anybody's got to look like Ultimate Warrior or Rick Rude or John Hennigan, but like, come on. Yeah, have yeah, a Rusev let's bring or someone a, in there that looks yeah. Like a let's, let's bring over, let's bring over Otis and Tucker, and we can have vignettes where they go okay. down to the big and tall store, you know, and they're all trying to find pants in their size. Um, I mean, it's not a good look to bunch all of these guys together. Ricochet. And I'm saying this because uh, Owens and Joe look like badasses. They look like bruisers, but it, they're on the precipice of it, though. They're on the precipice where you get them with two fat guys, or, yeah. or especially the one, and it's like, oh, it's just not a good look. So so here's the thing. I remember you guys being concerned about just Joe and KO being together. And that, at least, Glenn, I remember for you that for a minute yeah. there, that was like a, a pause for you, I remember, you know? And like, but they both kind of similar builds, you know? Well, this just throws everything right out the damn window in my defense of all that because now they added two more. <laughs> yeah. let, me, yeah. let me tell you a quick little story. I, I have some friends that are larger men. And I remember one time we were going to go out to eat. And we were trying to decide where. And we said, oh, let's go to a Mongolian barbecue. And I was like, I'm not going to a buffet with a bunch of other big guys. Like, this is a bad look for all of us. We are not doing this. <laughs> go without me. You see the, the worry on the the, the, uh, the restaurant owner's face when you guys walk in. <laughs> uh, Chris Davis, I like his just some thicker than thieves. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm hoping the Viking Raiders were a one-time only Me pairing too. tonight. Yeah, I think you could take the Viking Raiders out. Put in like Ray and Ray's done with Andrade. Okay. Put in Ray and Ricochet. You know, two guys. Even are, better. Yeah. Why is Ricochet not in this? He'd oh be, man, they oh, might killed Ricochet tonight. Yeah. We'll get to that. But he would have been perfect, actually. Yeah. No, he would be great. By the way, I did Google. There's never been a wrestling faction named the Husky Boys. Someone, some indie group needs to jump on that. Like that's a tag team name waiting to happen. The Husky. Uh, the Husky Brothers or something like that? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But, uh, yes. So we had this ladder match for the United States Championship. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Got to shout this out. Andrade and Zelina tonight. Those outfits looking like a million bucks coming out to the ring. Yeah. I agree. Look like superstars. Yeah, they know what they're doing. I mean, they know so much of wrestling is the character and the look. And, and the, you know, they're constantly working on it. Yeah. <laughs> we asked for the okay. tag team of Joe KO and the Viking Warriors, not Glenn and his posse. It is married yes. married band of uh, buffet eaters. <laughs> I'm just saying it's because I want these guys to get over. I think it's it's good, and that's the thing they treat Tucker uh, and Otis especially like that. And I think yeah, it's just it's a little too much. Anyhow, um, let's talk about this ladder match. This was great. Andrade retained. It was a competitive match. There were some great spots, some great ladder spots. Cool stuff overall. Um, I love this match. Whatever happened to saying, hey, I liked the story. I like the psychology. You just went right to spots. Yeah. Okay, like, talk about the psychology. Give me that element, Matt. The psychology, and it was good. Yeah. And they did – this is how you want to put over spots and not sound like a spot monkey mark. You simply say they did a good job of their ebb and flows of crescendoing to spots where these weren't just spots. Their, their quote-unquote spots – were part of the story, and they improved the story when they hit their quote-unquote spy spots. Meant, to me, me, meant them make more. Meant more. 
Yes. It wasn't just a spot fest. There was a build. There was a story. There were beats in there between. Um, and Andrade yeah. did good. He does a good job of that, by the way. And he's not all just spots. Right. And the build so, to this match was good. Um, absolutely. I don't know Zelina. why they didn't do this at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, and even uh, Zelina at the top of the ladder, like there were great moments in this match. This could have easily stolen the pay per view if it would have happened somehow. Absolutely. Or why not even do it in the main event of this show? I mean, that show went out on such a whimper. Uh, this would have been a great way to end the show, unless like you know Lana and Rusev. That whole thing is just such big in ratings that they felt yeah. like they need to close with it. But as a go home, anyway, we'll get to that. But yeah. uh, this match, man, I'm Ray's forty five. He was doing stuff in there that I don't think he should be doing. Uh, he he got dropped on his head. That that power bomb on the ladder that didn't break. Oh, it was just brutal. I mean, you feel that stuff when you're forty five. Or twenty five. Like that sucks. Yeah. That yeah, sucks. Not... I don't know, guys. Like I'm telling you, that ladder would kill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Matt, for you from the top, and he was going to do that hurricane rana, and it like landed on his neck. It was. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Like it, it, it's times with matches like these. Sometimes it's hard to enjoy it because you're like worried about the guy. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And then after, well, I think Ray is going to get a little bit of a break because after the match, after Ray was defeated, uh, someone appeared wearing a Ray mask, and it was Umberto Carrillo. Mm-hmm. It seems like a step down. Wait, mm-hmm. why? why? Well, because uh, you know Humberto had been beaten so many times. He's you know doesn't have much steam. I think Andrade coming off this big win over Ray, a big story. I feel like he needs someone bigger next. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know, Alistair Black, somebody. Um, I, I, I think even bigger, actually. Yeah. You know, like that's the problem. They don't. I don't think they have someone on that level. I always call it that Intercontinental Champion level. Right. But I would argue the people they have in the Intercontinental Champion level, Sands Braun Strowman, um, hasn't been built up enough to be what I would put in my Intercontinental level of talent. Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart, right. Roddy Piper. Um, do you know what I mean? Those types of people, Jeff Jarrett, Honky Donk, man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, you know, Matt Hardy would have been great in that Matt Hardy. If yeah. they hadn't buried him over the last, you know, month and a half. Uh, he, mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been great for him because Ray if he Mysterio. is leaving, at least you're having him put someone over like Andrade. Give Matt Hardy some wins early. Have him be the top contender. Him yeah. and Andrade have this big feud. And then ultimately backwards. Andrade goes over. That would have been great. They did this backwards. They should have done Humberto first. Um uh, Mysterio next, if you want, and then a built-up Matt Hardy. Yeah, exactly. And then well, you know you could have Andrade retire Matt Hardy. You know, do, you do a loser yeah. WWE, so it puts even more heat on him. Yeah. Um, but, but like yeah. Alistair Black, even though he's winning and stuff, I, I still think he's not a big enough yeah. opponent for then his next storyline angle and opponent. He needs to win that storyline up for. Right. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> That's true, uh, Ali. Love Eleven G saying, "I thought it was Ray's son, honestly, to defend huh. his dad." That's true. It could have been uh, Dominic. There's a lot of stuff they could do with this. But to your point, though, Raj, about uh, Andrade rising out of this, that is important. It does seem like they're going to keep him in this lucha uh, pigeonhole, this little slot mm-hmm. here, which is unfortunate because I think he they're they're building him really, really well, and I yeah. think uh, yeah. It just depends on where they take it. Um, so we had Alistair Black follow that with an enhancement talent. 
simple win with the black mass. Uh, we had Alistair versus Andrade before. What was that like a year or so ago when they wrestled? That would be a good feud now. I mean, especially right. with the Zelina Vega element. And NXT, right? They had the feud, didn't? Yeah. Uh, yes. Andrade beat yes. Alistair Black for the title. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they could do something uh, cool with that. And um, then we had Brock Lesnar come out with Paul Heyman. So a healthy recap of what we saw last week. Heyman did his usual spiel, and he was interrupted by Ricochet. Good. His act is old. But go ahead. I, I agree. <laughs> but compare Ricochet this week to R-Truth last week. R-Truth. Did a better uh, job with his minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Saying that. But come on, folks at home that watch the show, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you were not more entertained by Ron Achilles. Oh, statement. absolutely. <sighs> they, this deflated Ricochet. This took him down a couple notches. This segment. It's, what am, I, what am yeah, I missing? You guys, maybe I'm missing something. What am I missing that they don't see in this kid? Oh, he can't go to promo. Do you know how many people I've heard that about? Yeah. AJ Styles, I used to hear that about for eight straight years. I was with Impact. Yeah. Okay. Look at them now. And, but look at this material that they're giving him. First of all, I think if they, you know, just played to Ricochet's strengths and, yeah. you know, limited on the promos, just play to his strengths. But instead they have this, you know, it's 170 pounds coming out, talking smack, like acting like a bully to Brock Lesnar. You know, and what's the matter, Brock? Brock scared? And scared and, and the way he asked it, it was just so weird. You know what it sounded like? Scared. Because he would never say that. I would never say that. All three of us collectively standing on each other's shoulders would never say that to Brock Lesnar. It was so uh, you, bad. You know like, what it sounded, I, I even yeah. tweeted during that. I'm like, man, I want Brock to just damn Brock to just punk him out after this All promo. Right. We got to go back to this. Fun times with games do- donated a dollar ninety nine. That's the only reason I'm reading this. And that Ricochet is such a dork, Brock. This blows. First of all, yes, this blew. Secondly, he's not a dork. I have a feeling he's cool, but we're not seeing. Yes, him. yeah, absolutely. He looks like a movie star. He should be a heel. You know why? And and I know people give me crap for always saying why? people should be a heel because they don't know how to write promos for baby faces. And at uh, least they would give him much better stuff. He would end up being cooler somehow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which, ultimately, which he end up getting cheered, but at least which a heel shouldn't be be doing. But this is how bad they. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ricochet yeah. versus Brock could actually be a spectacularly entertaining. Yes, match. of course they could. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Ricochet doing the promo with Brock. It made him sound like the uh, the nerd in the eighties movie that's standing up to the bully and giving a speech right before he gets his ass kicked. No, I know. And and just downgraded Ricochet so much. Not only is he talking so smack, but he just gets dropped. I mean, guys, I remind you, terrible. they had me stutter on television. <laughs> that was their creative for me. All right. So, like, we can't put it all the time on the talent and assume it's the talent. Like, this is not on him, man. Well, and Brock hit him with a low blow. So, people argued on Twitter, no, Ricochet, you know, is a low blow. So, it doesn't count against it, doesn't make him look weak uh, by having him punked out that way. But yeah, it, w- it was, it was, it was bad. Um, he should be able to credi- credibly put on a match with Brock. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime in the near future. Damn. I worry about what they're doing. I'm sure they'll have a spot in the Royal Rumble, but the spot will likely be Brock Lesnar eliminating Ricochet. He he has been there long enough where this dude should be way up the ladder by now. I could see this segment hurting Ricochet even more with Vince too. You know, like I could see Vince saying like this is your opportunity oh, yeah. to go and, you know, uh, really kill this promo and mm. which is going to be hard for anyone to kill that promo, but uh, Okay. I can't say his name. He he It's well, Ernie. Ernie. How? Well, his first name is Ernie. He tweets at us. So. All right, Ernie. Always, 
Yeah, Ernie always writes in, and he writes us on Twitter, too, I see. He writes, Ricochet is like Kenny Omega, ultra talent, but no personality. Now, if you watch just the shows, and you're not like super-duper-duper fans like we are, and we know their potential, it's hard to make an argument what he's saying, because they do make these guys corny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, no charisma. Uh, Justin Lopez with the super chat $5 saying I give Brock crap for not being on every week, but he's grown on me the last two weeks in these segments like the not scared tonight. <laughs> uh, no, his one liners are fine, but it shouldn't be at the expense. Yeah, this just was not a proper use of ricochet. If you want someone to come out there and mouth off to Brock and do a good comedy segment or something that's going to be captivating or compelling ricochet. I'm sorry is not the guy. He's the ultimate David. I would argue he's a better David than Ray. I, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I, kind of, booking him the right way, I'm sorry. He is a perfect David. But yeah. what kind of promo do you think David cut before he slingshotted Goliath? You don't. You, you come yeah, out there. Exactly. Brock, Brock starts beating up the timekeeper and everybody else that's up there that's that's in the, around that ring that's not a wrestler. Total bully shit. Stuff that beating up old men. People he should not be beating up and picking on. And before he turns around, homeboy, the lights go out, lights come back on. Guess who's on the top rope and hits his flying triple indie flap flop crappy high spot shit? Ricochet. Crowd loses their bleep and he takes it to he takes it to Brock, goes and gets a chair immediately. He starts waffling him with him. Remember when Ray did that? Dude, yeah. Ray got taken way more seriously after that. Yeah. And we I'm just him as a main eventer after that. I'm just confirming here a little synopsis of the Bible. David did not cut a promo before taking on Goliath. He just collected stones. Okay. I didn't say. I know. Just just for people following at home, that's what I'm saying. Borrowed Undertaker's mystical powers to turn off the lights. And when they, you know, when they came back on, it's unloaded in the top rope perch, ready to go like a superhero would. Yeah. That's what a superhero would do. That's what Spider Man would do. Yeah, that's true. Spider Man would have, would hit him first, then do the one liner. Yes. Would work a lot better. Yeah. Um, so from this, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre, two such well-paired opponents tonight. You really realize how tall Randy Orton is when you realize he's uh, looking eye to eye with Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Putting on a hell of a match with some interference uh, from the OC, AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson, who ran in attacked Drew. Uh, then Orton got them to retreat uh, with the steel chair. Mm -hmm. And when you think this is leading to a team up uh, after this match, I don't believe there was a winner. I think this was a disqualification. And this was just more pushing him in the babyface direction. Uh, you yeah. Know I mean? this, this was good. I was excited to see these two wrestling each other, too. Yeah, this felt like it could be a match on a major pay per view. Someday. Yes. And I would argue it made Drew look freaking huge. Yes, Randy. We you know how tall and lanky he is, so we all used to him being every bit of six five. I would argue. I used to argue even like a little closer towards six six even. Um, and there's Drew, to like a hair taller and way bigger. Yeah, I just want to point this out. Paul P saying Ricochet should have announced he's entering at number two because those guys could have had a super hot three minutes to kick off the rumble with Ricochet throwing everything in the kitchen sink at Brock until the next opponent came. Yeah, I'd be in favor of that. I think that would be good booking. Uh, but cool stuff. Who, who knows how long the intervals are going to be? You notice how Paul Heyman Paul in that promo intermittent was, intervals. Yeah. He kept saying intermittent intervals, which means I think that just means they'll just hit the buzzer whenever they want. <laughs> they, there have been years where they do that. It's not you but know the, they don't tell us that they right. lie no. generally, right? Yeah, they'll they just throw the ten nine. Yeah. You know, but if you're like, I remember a couple years ago, someone sent us all the times, and like it'd be like two and a half minutes, then thirty <laughs> seconds, and. Yeah, it's all over the place. Uh, 
Drew really sold the hell out of that RKO tonight with that promo he cut afterwards when he was heaving and clutching his throat. Yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't be able to talk after that, quite if we're being honest. So that was a very good job of selling it. Yeah. He said he's going to Claymore kick him. Hopes to God that he Claymore, you know, gets to see Orton in the Rumble and Claymore kick him. He hit that Claymore kick on, you know, a guy who was dressed up like a camera guy outside the ring. That was a pretty cool spot. It was. Uh, backstage promo with Charlotte Flair about how confident she is headed into the Royal Rumble. She says she's prepared to face anyone. Becky Lynch walked up, looked at her, and then walked off. Flair went back to talking, said she's prepared to face 29 other women. But the question is, are they prepared to face the Queen? What do you think Charlotte's odds are for winning? The I was hoping she was going to enter the men's. <laughs> I really was. Didn't Nia really last was. year? Yeah. yeah Nia did last year. Yeah. So when not Charlotte? I don't know. Um, does she need to win this, though? No, but I mean, what are the women's matches right now? Becky Lynch uh, against somebody, and Bailey. Uh, I mean, Lacey. I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to uh, try to? Yes, Wayne Montgomery with the dollar ninety nine super chat, uh, telling us that we rock and asking us to wish him the best in Texas for three days. Well, I assume he's going to the Royal Rumble, which uh, yeah. should be awesome. Yeah, have fun, Wayne. I didn't know what he meant by that. So now I do. I think the Rumble would probably be. The most fun pay-per-view to watch live. Yeah, it, it's for the surprise element, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go to Hell in a Cell live because you can't see crap through that cage. Uh, Elimination Chamber is kind of boring. Money in the Bank is good. I'd go to Money in the Bank or the Royal Rumble. Why not Mania? Well, Mania is good too, but I'm just saying, like the Royal Rumble, though. Like, well, also Mania directs on a long ass time, but the Royal Rumble is like really fun. The energy of it always seems really fun. What were we gonna say, Raj? You went to. I went to the Rumble in 96 in San Antonio where they had it at the uh, Alamo. Oh, well, shit. Wrestling was way better then, too. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. It was probably the funnest pay-per-view I was at. Huh. Uh, we had... Shawn Michaels. Was, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. We had Becky Lynch versus Kari Sane tonight with Asuka in the corner. Uh, Becky taking her out at one point to keep her from interfering. And uh, Becky picking up the win, but then attacked by Asuka afterwards. So we had Asuka standing tall, which uh, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out that Becky's going to win and retain on Sunday. Yeah. Chris Jones saying the 92 Royal Rumble was probably the best of all time. I agree. That one, Ric Flair won that one. You had Sid, Hogan, the Road Warriors. I mean, just the level of talent you had back then. Macho Man, Roddy Piper. I mean, it was just insane, the stars that they had back then. Uh, I'm looking at the card. We'll talk about that for the Royal Rumble after we get done talking about tonight's Raw. Um, we saw the tribute to Rocky Johnson, which is very nice tonight that they had. who passed away last Wednesday at the age of 75. And then we had the Raw Tag Team Titles match. Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy versus the Viking Raiders. AOP just standing by, hanging out. KO and Samoa Joe in the other <laughs> corner hanging out. Of course, the two sides got into it and were ejected for a fair fight that ended with Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy picking up the win. But I know we touched on this earlier, Matt. Doesn't it seem weird that AOP, the most credible tag team in their faction, in on their faction, I would argue, on all Monday night. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird, right? I mean, it's like if you were in a faction and like, I don't know, like a smaller guy is like the world champ and you're just like, I'm just hanging out, guys. Um, doesn't make sense. I'm pretty sure that happened. I think it was called Fortune, and I think it was AJ Styles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, you're you're right if you're looking at it that way. But 
it also just reminded me that Seth is, you know, champ champ, right? I think it more has to do with Seth being a double champ. Well, he's not. He's not. No, Brock he's not champ. Brock's champ. Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. But it does give him authority having a title. And the I see that's why they did this, because he's not going to be the champ champ. He's not going to be well, the well, U.S. Then, champ. I, honestly, then, yeah, then I don't really get it then. Yeah, um, I mean, it gives a little bit to Buddy. It know, does, it does. Good but for him. Gotten two guys and brought them up a little bit more versus just the one. Seth don't need that. Maybe yeah. is that why? Maybe to get Seth another title? Just I don't know. See, when when they booked this match, I thought for sure it was going to end in a DQ with AOP getting in, and that setting up AOP yeah. versus Viking Raiders for like the Rumble. Yeah. Um, and so I was I was really surprised when Seth and Buddy wanted, but yeah, like they said, Seth doesn't need it. It does help Buddy a little bit, but. Uh, you know, when they do lose the titles, I'm sure it's Buddy that's going to be taking the pin. Duh. Uh, they did that terrible SNL-style Monday after the weekend update tonight oh, God, with the Street Profits and guest R-Truth. That was brutal. Well, they're, <laughs> they're going back to the well with R-Truth, that's why. <sighs> the laugh I mean, track this... made it so much worse. Oh, man. The Street Profits, I think they're so good. R-Truth, we saw last week what he can do, but in these, man, it was just brutal. Uh, Kevin Langhoff with the $10 super chat saying they should have Sasha win the rumble and give her much earned title reign be unexpected as well. She could tease facing Becky and then face Bailey and break up the Boston hug connection. Um, I like that. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked. The match on the card for Sunday is Bailey versus uh, Lacey Evans for the championship because they still have not done Sasha versus Lacey. Correct. That didn't happen last Friday. It didn't. No. You don't think they've got Lacey going over for the title? Oh, maybe. And then Sasha challenges? Yeah. Yeah, that could work. I could see them doing Sasha versus Bailey. I, I like that idea. Um, with Becky, I have no idea. I mean, Charlotte just seems like it's been done to death. Um, Shayna, I don't know if Shayna's going to have that steam once she's on the main roster. So She won't. Yeah. And uh, WWE insider Justin Labar has pointed out that... Uh, it's not the main roster. Well, no, that's not the main roster. But that Shayna got heat for that uh, triple threat at Survivor Series. So maybe she is not main roster bound that they're not high on her. Which was not fair to put all the heat on her. That was a three-way match. Right. I agree. All three Um, bear that responsibility. That's not their fault either. They put the wrong type of matches on before you put those girls on. That was terrible. If if they were quiet from the beginning, it's not like they were hot and then they got quiet. Then they lost them or something. Yeah. That's not what happened. So Matt Hardy has one foot out the door, and tonight he faced Eric Rowan in a pretty swift uh, loss. With Eric Rowan once again being bit by whatever's in the cage. Slamming. <laughs> They're never going to show what's in that cage. Why does he keep reaching in for it? <laughs> He's an idiot. Yes. And this was no. a waste of a Matt Hardy loss. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he squashed Matt Hardy. I mean, I'm sure Matt Hardy is just counting down the days to March 1st. Uh, he did tweet um, after the match. He tweeted, wow, thanks for all the love and support from around the world. I'm trending number 17 worldwide because of my WWE slump and string of raw TV losses. Hope you're enjoying my WWE TV appearances. At this rate, there won't be many more. Oh, yeah, he's leaving. Or he's just trying to, you know, get to so the change mind. Tell, it's so hard to tell with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> he could be just trying to work creative to give him something because, you know. Because they should be. They should be, yeah. That broken gimmick is going to be huge in AEW. Yeah, you know? if they do, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't see them not doing it. 
Um, I know there's been rumors, like people are speculating that he'll be in charge of the Dark Order, but um, <laughs> if he goes, I think that's... Matt, you are as creative as they come. Matt, you cannot save the Dark Order. <laughs> you just can't, brother. It's like pairing him with the librarian. Just, It's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Matt can literally work magic. Yeah. But no. Not that much magic. No. Nope. Good Lord, no. Um, so like Eric, AW though. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so Eric Rowan won that, and then, oh, Mo, uh, Mojo Raleigh cutting a promo backstage. He's not going to be like the other 24-7 champs that runs. Oh, no. Singh Brothers tried to sneak attack him. It backfired. Mojo took him out and retained the 24-7 title. Ah, so what happens when they form a huge line of 17 wrestlers that want a shot at him? He's just going to take them all on one by one by one by one. That's a stupid strategy. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was the conga line, right? They got rid of the conga line now. Okay, I, I'm a fan of not... Okay, I'm a fan of no conga line. I am. What I would do is just don't show up. Don't show up. <laughs> Does it say you have to defend it, like, X amount of yes. days? Yes, well, 24-7. You could defend it, it anywhere, yeah, anytime. You are defending it, but why would you come to the arena if people can show up at your yeah. house and pin you? Why would you go? Why would I just stay home and say, whoever's in my house, then that's whose ass I'm beating. If they fly all the way out here to try to beat me, then fine. I'll beat them. But everybody else, I'm staying home. I'm not coming to you for all two locker rooms full of men and women that any one of them potentially could pin me. Yeah. Should uh, be on a yacht contract, with uh, – Maybe he's contract, you know, contractually obligated. Obligated to defend yeah. it every 30 days or something like that. It has to appear at every every Raw. He should be on a yacht with uh, Gronk somewhere and do segments yes. there. Of, yeah, More entertaining than this. Uh, have the Singh brothers come up on a raft coming out to the the uh, the yacht? Uh, <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, actually. Let's I'm talk sure about Gronk, Gronk would love doing it. Oh, I'm sure. And and that's that's what they've lost with the 24 seven title is that it was creative how they were doing it. Just having a bunch of guys chase each other through the arena is is boring, it's stupid. Well, you, you stop, you go, you stop, you go. You can't, yeah. you know, can't just keep doing it. I guess. So let's talk about Lana and Bobby Lashley versus Liv Morgan and Rusev. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler proclaiming they're making history as a married couple to perform together in a WWE ring, ignoring Lana and Rusev in the Mixed Match Challenge. Naomi and uh, Jey Uso? Jimmy Uso? Always get confused. In the Mixed Match Challenge and Stephanie and Triple H at WrestleMania. So this would be the fourth married couple competing together in a match. Um, Yeah, Liv and Lana got into it a bit rusev and bobby got into it but ultimately lana and bobby got the win after uh, lana grabbed rusev's foot stopped him from doing the machka kick and uh caused a distraction whereas uh bobby had a chance to do a spear and he covered rusev for the pin in the win yay this uh, let me know what you think matt but this i said this last week too but this looks like rusev is on his way out he, he took the pin here, didn't get much in. Uh, he got beaten like nothing last week, lost the pay-per-view match. This looks like what they do when someone's on the way out. That's Why are they continuing it, though? Like, if he's if Bobby's won the war, what the hell are we doing here? His ratings. But it seems weird to me that you have Liv losing right off the bat. You know, she's been gone for a while. <laughs> the storyline's a mess, uh, you know. It is. I think it, it hurts is. Liv. It's been decided, though. That's the whole thing. All angles are supposed to be decided in a ring, right? And when the heel has now won multiple times. Right. Yeah. 
decisive. You, uh, all right, imagine the build: Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper. That that what was that tag match? WrestleMania one. Uh, yeah, with Mr. Stuff. T. Oh, that Mr. T one. Right now, imagine you know Piper and Orndorff, like whatever, beat them like twelve different times <laughs> on those Saturday night main events and whatever the hell it was. The build to get to that WrestleMania. Would right. you give a crap? Would it right. even get to WrestleMania? No, it wouldn't. Yeah. It'd be extinguished. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I mean, I they think I, I thought they were gonna have you know Liv pin Lana. You know, I didn't they've, think they were gonna have Rusev beat Bobby, but it's done. They've won. They won the war. Yeah. Like, what are they still doing? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I think just it's good for ratings, so they keep doing it. This felt like the blow off, though. This kind of felt like this was it. Did, has Rusev won any of these? No. And he's the baby face. He gets, you know, his, his wife's wife cheating on bounces him. on him, cheats on him, puts on t- television in front of everybody. Out, you know, taking him out, making out on top of him. You know, then, and the, then they beat him every time. Then the guy who does this to his wife beats him. Yeah, every time. Every time. <laughs> what the hell? Not a good look. Um. So let's Rich talk about let's talk about the Royal Rumble match. Or the Royal Rumble pay-per-view happening Sunday. We're going to have the men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, do either of you, Matt, do you have a prediction of who's going to win the men's Royal Rumble match on Sunday? I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm not being a dick. I mean, it's just, yeah. I, I don't I don't care. You know what? Like, they didn't do, like, the uh, the Royal Rumble by the numbers video like they usually do. They have it on their YouTube channel, but not on TV. The Rumble matches seem like such an afterthought this year. You know, because it was, made it, it seem like a big deal. They've done so many years in the past, right, where they custom build it for you know Roman Reigns or some Seth Rollins or somebody you know is going to win the whole thing because they already tipped their hand on who the main event at main is going to be yeah. through rumors and stuff like that. Usually, do you know what I mean? It's not a genuine surprise as much as it used to be, like when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So for that element, I guess I'm excited because I don't know who the shoe-in is. Right. I mean, the I whole guess thing. I should be excited for that, I guess. Yeah, the Rumble, WrestleMania, it's hard. I mean, usually you have an idea of where they're going for WrestleMania. This year, it's like not at all. So uh, Kane Velasquez, he said he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I don't see him winning. Uh, I think it's going to be Edge. Edge or Drew McIntyre. If where is Edge business coming from? Well, Edge has been, you know, rumored to be returning, you know, getting the physicals done. Uh, he's denied it, but I could, why would he want to come back? He's he was so accomplished. He's a Hall of Famer. What's left? Yeah, maybe a short run, just a few matches, and get that uh, get that Saudi Arabia money. I don't know. Who knows? Hmm. Hmm. Well, they, what they do have Saudi Arabia coming up in like a little over a month. Well, what? do you think the winner challenges for is it going to be setting up a match against brock because yeah. i think that's how you reverse engineer what it's going to be i think so I mean, you could have roman and he challenges bray but i i think they wouldn't want it. roman's getting cheered now i don't think they want to like risk uh screwing that up again and having right. him win the rumble would do that yes it would okay women's royal rumble who do you got charlotte flair i don't know maybe shayna as a surprise, and then she goes on to face Becky. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Sasha. No, Rhea Ripley. Man, but she's already champion. I mean, I, I guess yeah, she could do a champion versus champion match, but I don't know. Oh yeah, it's a... I'm gonna ask you about this. 
Raj, you're going to read it aloud? Okay, uh, B Money 04. <laughs> I thought you were going to read it. <laughs> B Money 04. Uh, thanks for the donation. He said he wanted to ask Matt about a story Xavier Woods told on the Newsday, the New Day podcast about you. Uh, Matt and Two Cold Scorpio. Um, I've never met Two Cold Scorpio. He's, Woods said you stole his moment with Scorpio. What was his moment? I don't know. That's what we were asking you. <laughs> what is he talking about? What the hell is he talking? I've never met Two Cold Scorpio in my life. When have I ever wrestled with him on the same roster? Was there? I've only done a handful of indie shows. Did you so replace no. him for something or in TNA maybe? Because when uh, Xavier Woods was Consequences Creed, he was tag partners with Jay Lethal. Yeah, like was Scorpio supposed to come in at some point, and then they brought you instead? No. <laughs> I'll listen to the podcast. I'll get some context. Me and Abyss were tag team partners. The only time I've ever wrestled Consequences Creed in a tag match. If anyone in the chat, if you guys listen to the the yeah, let me know. Please let us know exactly what he was talking about. Uh, Greg Barnett for the Women's Rumble. The prediction of Ronda Rousey that would be interesting. I mean, we definitely get some eyes on the Mania match. I mean, I guess against Becky, Ronda versus Becky makes the most sense. For a mania-worthy match, I think we have Sasha versus Lacey or Sasha versus Bailey on the SmackDown side. I think Ronda is logical to return at the Rumble. Um, well, I mean, Ronda said her the whole reason she was gone was to start a family, uh, unless she's stopping that for now. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's going to be Ronda. I think if yeah, I don't think so. Okay, well, let's talk uh, the Fiend uh, in a strap match defending the WWE Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. Fiend. Matt? Yeah, it has to be Fiend. Fiend ain't losing anytime soon. And uh, Becky defending against Asuka. We think Becky? Becky. Okay, uh, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. (laughs) Why are we doing this whole thing right now, by the way? Okay. Well, um, <laughs> what else? What else do we got? We got, we we got, got time. Yeah, we got, we got some time. Um, Raw, Raw was a pretty right, short. Give journey. me the match again. Give me the match again. Uh, it was Roman Sorry. Reigns versus King Corbin in a false count anywhere match. Ooh, that's actually a tough one for me to call. I'm gonna say King Corbin. Yeah, King Corbin. You know, I could almost see them because there's no dog food. There's no dog collar in this match. I could almost see. And they've been doing the the loser eats dog food match on on house shows, so that tells me they're probably going to do it on pay per view. So I think Corbin wins this, and then they do the next month they do a, a loser eats dog food, whether it's in Saudi Arabia, whatever the February show will be, and then they do a loser eats dog food match, and then Roman finally wins that one. Because <laughs> falls count anywhere, you could have you know Dolph and all those guys, yeah, Bobby yeah. Roode, all those guys help him out, yeah. Shorty G versus Sheamus. It should be Shorty G. This would be building this kid and making him into something for going along with calling himself Shorty G. Um, Sheamus. Yeah, I I think it has to be Sheamus since he's his first pay-per-view match in in WrestleMania. This doesn't make sense for Shorty G, though. I thought they were trying to build him a little. I think it seems like they, I mean, that Shorty G stuff didn't get over, and it seems like they kind of put the brakes on that. Oh, you really? Oh, WWE, WWE creative. Shorty G didn't get over, really? <laughs> Damn. No one could have seen that coming. Yeah, that was a, it's a shocker. 
And the kid gets punished. So this kid gets punished for it. That's what I love about this. This is such bullshit. Instead of giving him credit and doing something and saying, you know what? He went all out with this. This is ridiculous. We asked him to do it. He still tried to do it to the best of his ability. He's a freaking badass in real life as an amateur wrestler. Yeah. You know what? Let's continue to work with him and, and try to get him over. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not, not punishing. I, I could see this being a pre-show match, too. Oh, definitely. And then we uh, touched on this earlier. Bailey's going to defend the SmackDown Women's Championship against Lacey Evans. Lacey you, Evans, new champion. Yeah. You think so? I'm hoping. Can I hope? I mean, yeah, I guess I don't have any title changes. So if, if you're going to change one, this is the most likely. Yeah. And Lacey <laughs> versus Sasha, man. Because Bailey has, he's, she hasn't really been setting the world on fire as champion on SmackDown. It, it, it holds Sasha back, actually. Unless she's gonna turn on Bailey, which we've seen before, do you know what I mean? Like it holds Sasha back, so like it, they need to take the title off Bailey at this point and put it on a babyface. Problem is, Lacey's ready to be a main event talent. I think I really do, and by having her, you know, win the title and then immediately lose it doesn't do a good job of getting Lacey over either. But well, WrestleMania is still a couple months away. Uh, Sasha's gonna have got a rap album okay. coming out. If that. You got with timeout. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind. What? Sasha Banks has a rap album coming out. Where have you been? This is, is legitimately it, happening. Is it a track or an album? I thought it was just a track. I don't know. They make it seem like it's an album. What the hell? Are you kidding me? So hip hop is terrible lately. I imagine if Sasha does anything remotely decent, I could see it get uh, a little bit of traction. Uh, WrestleMania could be her time to shine. <laughs> Against Lacey Evans, that would be a hell of a match. Could be. I, I see yes, doing, it would. Yeah, I right. could see them doing a multiple person match, you know, at WrestleMania. Yes, and the, the albums with the help of Snoop Dogg, yeah. cousin. Oh, so. hey, Enzo's had a rap album. Macho Man Randy Savage had a rap album back in the day. So, I'm sure, Leo Rush's I'm sure music be is better than that. Leo Rush's music is legitimately good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> Matt's reaction. Though. <laughs> we have to go back and rewatch that later. Uh, so, uh, fear not, Roman Reigns, in addition to his match with King Corbin, is also in the Royal Rumble. 22 entrants have been announced. Ooh. Brock Lesnar is going to be the first entrant. Uh, King Corbin, also in the Rumble. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we have announced Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, Eric Rowan, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Elias. Mm-hmm. Really quick, AJ Styles is my pick to win the Royal Rumble. Continue. Okay. Oh. Elias, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Otis, Tucker, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe. Okay. I may hedge my bet and say, like, Braun Strowman's, like, my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> really? Remember, like, Bobby Heenan back in the day when he'd just keep changing it? It's <laughs> just throughout the match. <laughs> um, and... By comparison, the Women's Royal Rumble match has four entrants announced. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and Sarah Logan. Did Charlotte say 29 other women? Because last year they didn't do 30 women, right? Like it was just an arbitrary number? or maybe No, it was, it was 30. No, it was 30. It, it, even if it's not, like say it's 15, why are they not listed yet? I have no idea. Like I said, this year's the Rumbles are... Uh, this year's Rumbles are just an afterthought. They have not done a good job of building those two Rumble matches. Yeah. Sorry, Glenn. KCC says Glenn is the last person. 
the last <laughs> letters i trust to tell me the state of hip-hop sorry but not sorry glenn what are you gonna do about it nothing that's what i thought punk yeah. wow casey that was really mean there's still good stuff with hip-hop eminem's new cd was just came out and that was pretty good yeah you only know that because it's eminem you can't name another recent rap album that's come out probably i'm gonna guess in the last four years we lived through the. I'm sorry, Jay-Z. the best day to rap and all. Look at your kids, Jay Z. Does Jay Z release an album? Ninety. When did Biggie come out? Ninety four. Yeah. Uh, yes. Ready to die. No, because then Chronic was out before that. Even that's like Chronic was ninety two. Right? Ninety two is what I'm going to go. N W A was like what ninety one. Yeah. Well, okay. N W A originally was eighty six, eighty seven, but yes. The actual N W A first released album, full album. Uh, Straight Out Compton, I believe, was 87 or 88. Yeah, because Dre really? went solo in 93. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, no. For me, for my money, 94 through 98. You know what's weird is for me, the Chronic, when Dr. Dre came out, that's actually when I started to – that's when my favorite era of hip-hop ended. I like everything that came out before that, like the first NWA record, first Ice Cube record that came out. Uh, it still DMC. sounds good today. Like yeah. it doesn't sound still, dated. I, I still have it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's like one of the greatest uh, hip hop. It's good. I just gangster rap wasn't as much my jam as the earlier stuff. I mean, when we're talking like third base. Uh, I don't know why third base is the first enough. thing I popped you to were Not tough enough. It was not hard. tough enough. <laughs> if you're Hello, calling cool it your J. jam, that tells us right away you are not tough enough to be listening to gangster rap. <laughs> that's why you appreciate it because you would never hear either one of us say Dr. Dre was our jam. <laughs> I don't know, man, but just by comparison, I mean, come on, JJ Fad, JJ Fad or Dr. Dre. I mean, oh, hang on. Krillin876 has a great point, plus giving us $2. He said <laughs> Wu Tang beats him up. Wu Tang was awesome. Plus, Wu-Tang all their other awesome. releases. Chef Raekwon was my favorite tape. It was purple. Did you ever see it? You don't uh, remember that tape when that came out? No, I used Raekwon to like from Wu Tang? Yes, yes. The yeah. best single uh, act release from Wu Tang, in my opinion. Even better than Method Man CD. Yeah, I used to like uh, Black Sheep, Tribe Called Quest, yeah, Most Def yeah. later. Um, yeah, I could still listen to Most Def anytime. But I'll be honest, besides that one Black Sheep song, that's the only one I liked. Uh, um, in the meantime, Tribe Called Quest, every song you can let play, almost just about. On Low End Theory, every song yes. on Low End Theory is a classic. Yep. Yeah. Every single. And Buster Rhymes comes out of like nowhere. Oh my God! No scenario. I mean, but I mean, right? Best posse cut ever. Yeah. Nothing else comes close. Right. So, real quick, we got this other wrestling story to cover. Oh my uh, God, Raj, I'm begging you to let us get you ratings. I'm begging you to allow us to help you <laughs> make some um, money. <laughs> this is what they want to hear. I'm telling you, they're going to be up in arms, but go ahead. So Conan over the weekend got into an argument with uh, Psychosis 2. This isn't the same Psychosis from WCW. Mm-hmm. And uh, Psychosis smacked him, like slapped him, and it was caught on video. The video's on uh, Wrestling Inc., but yeah. It is? I'm looking at it. I'm going to go right now. Yeah, he, uh, Gonzalez, uh, Juan uh, Ebodillo Gonzalez is uh, Psychosis 2's real name. I guess he believes that Conan is the reason why he hasn't been booked in AAA, uh, they got into a little Twitter spat, and uh, uh, like I guess that was last month. They got into a Twitter spat. Psychosis Two said, "I will be seeing you soon," and he didn't. Yeah, smacked him outside of the uh, Impact TV tapings in Mexico. So, um, yeah, what the hell is Impact doing there? They they go to Mexico a lot now. They um, yeah, I guess they can kind of fill the uh, the arena there. So, 
just a quick so yeah so that was uh that was that other than that um spirited discussion about hip-hop breaking out in the wrestling inc chat room which by the way let me put them over for a second i don't even know if you guys know about this Raj and Matt. about rap is what paper said raj matt did you know that on youtube our our listeners i, I hesitate to call them fans but our listeners uh show up our viewers show up and actually chat in the chat room while raw is going on live yeah. So even before we start, people are hanging out in the chat room talking about pro wrestling right now. They're talking about hip hop. I love this community. It is uh, absolutely fantastic. And uh, I was going to say to the discussion of rap, you know what we should each do? We should each make like a Spotify or Apple Music playlist, each one of us of hip hop jams, and then share those with the audience. And then see which one, uh, which one they vote the highest. Which, yeah, which one gets the most plays. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people are uh, chatting. Don't forget the Insane Clown Posse. Oh, jeez. Can't forget ICP. Yes, I can. <laughs> I'll tell you, I saw ICP live in Detroit in 1995, and that is literally one of the craziest live shows I've ever seen in my life. Like, just the way, I mean, regardless of what you might think of their music or their wrestling ability, their crowd, I mean, worships them. They're throwing soda all over the place. Like, it easily is one of the best concerts I've ever seen, just for ICP pure spectacle. One of the few groups that they were in ECW, WWE, and WCW. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Never on uh, Impact. Never on TNA. Good. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this guy's any... much bigger than Conan, by the way. Someone's asking if we listen to Eminem's new album. That was kind of like all I listened to on Friday while I was working. Uh, I've got to admit, I'm behind the times. No, I've not. Yeah. After we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I started listening to a lot of UTFO again and Roxanne, Roxanne, and the old like mid '80s rap. I've been on that kick lately. All right. Um, I mean, I think we <laughs> covered nothing. everything. Uh, so Justin made an announcement. We might have further details about that changing. Justin announced something about the WrestleMania get-together. It's not final. Yeah. So guys in the chat, let us know uh, if you're planning to meet us in Tampa for WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Friday, Friday afternoon, if it works better doing Friday afternoon or Friday night or, you know, Friday earlier in the day, let us know, uh, we're working to make it happen and it's looking really good right now. So, yeah. Cool. So, so everybody here who listens to the show, you see how funny stuff is when the show, especially gets off the tracks, that's the stuff that you guys generally like the most. So you can imagine what this will look like in person, but it will sound like (laughs) Because these two, I don't think, will talk half as much bleep as they do with me right there next to them. Um, and Justin, you already know we ain't going to do that either. Plus, I could knock his hat off his head. We could see how sweet his tight fade looks. And but there's so many things that we can do in person <laughs> that you should all be wanting to come watch it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a ton of fun. Supportive. You guys are the most supportive fans of any podcast there is. That's what it feels like, at least here. So this is why we want to do it. We want to meet all you in person, not just have Glenn go do a little, you know, show out there and make an appearance and see all you guys. Or Raj does it from time to time. I know as well. I never get a chance to really do any of that stuff. So um, for this, I definitely will, um, and I look forward to it. It'll be really, really fun. So come on out when we find out what that date and time is. Thanks to your help, please let Raj know what works best for all you guys and what you guys think is best, and we will definitely run our show live. That'll be good. Curlin keeps asking you about the Rich Piana story. Uh, who's he died like two years ago? I don't know Just what the... to, yeah, I don't know what. Hey, Curlin, I'm not sure what story you're looking for though exactly. Like, 
that was friends with Rich and that he passed away. I mean, oh, I, I think you mentioned something about that, right? Like, you uh, did talk about Rich a couple weeks ago. Rich Piani, he asked me the same question he just asked right there, though. I don't know did, what. Did you say like there was a story that you, once you had more time, you were going to tell it or something like that? Something. I swear to God, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, no, Rich Piano was a very good friend of mine and a guy from 5% Nutrition. He owned it, made the funniest YouTube videos known to man. Um, I don't really know what story he's talking about. I was a sponsored athlete through his company. Yeah. Paid um, me to push his product for him online. Yeah. I don't know what I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Real quick, do you guys think uh, AEW will be taped this week? They're on the Chris Jericho cruise. That's right. Um, they'll be going, you know, up a, up against a, a live version of NXT. Um, actually, I'm not sure. Maybe it will be live. I, I wouldn't think they'd risk doing it live just because you're doing it on a boat, and who knows if that satellite feed, you know, if you have any issues. But um, I, I don't like the chances. Because I think this. Is, I think NXT catches them this week. I hope really? not. Well, because unless there's spoilers, we hear something like really, really big. Yeah. I don't know. I'm surprised that they have not announced any NXT talent for the Rumble. Like after they've got, you know, just creamed by AEW these last couple of weeks, this is the way to get main roster guys back on NXT, kind of give that show That's another, true. you know, jolt. But uh, okay. So a bunch of people are saying you mentioned it on Friday night. Uh, <laughs> so please tell me what story, though, because that was the same question I was asked then. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Alonzo. Um, yeah, so it's going to be taped tomorrow. Dynamite. I, I, I think uh, Dynamite, unless NXT does something big, it's. Uh, I think we're going to be seeing kind of the same spread as far as the same gap in ratings between NXT and, and Dynamite. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Is it Here's... that? Is is it that 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 rumors where that Rich Piana snorted pre workout? Is, is that I can't. This he's a friend of mine and he passed away. So like, there's a bunch of different rumors that were put out there about him, but I, I can't possibly think like what in the world he's asking me. <laughs> yeah, guys, hit me on Twitter. You guys know my Twitter. It's BP Matt Morgan. Just ask me there or whatever it is that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay um, then. Bruce ben Benyon saying, "Are we really getting Goldberg versus Roman in Saudi?" I like Godberg better. Yeah, Godberg. Um, there has been that rumor floating around um, that Goldberg might be returning for another match, and and you know Roman and him started a little Twitter thing over the weekend. So hmm. usually Roman won't rip Goldberg for no reason. So I don't know. Okay. I, I, I'm not opposed to that. I, I'd be interested. It's got to be quick. Yeah. I mean, these Saudi shows, Matt, you've never actually really watched one, right? I mean, and I understand the reasons for not doing it. Um, I, I don't, let me put it this way, Matt. If I hadn't watched them, I wouldn't feel like I missed anything. They are like a blurry little memory of, uh, I'm trying to think what the coolest thing that happened was. And I mean, the I, first greatest Royal Rumble was interesting, but. I saw the highlights, however, of Natty and. Oh yeah, that was nice. See? That was very nice. I did get to see highlights of that. There's still shots, but it looked cool. Yeah, that's probably the be the best thing that's happened with these. Yeah, they that one year Daniel Bryan, th that greatest Royal Rumble where Daniel Bryan was like in there for over an hour and like set the record for the longest time in a in a Royal Rumble. That was kind of cool. They they've done a few things here and there that you know the Fiend winning the title beating Seth for the title. I just don't know how they're not getting killed in the press. I don't understand what I'm missing here. 
is now that they doesn't know that WWE is there. Because, like, for instance, remember I told you I went to go speak at the Turning Point USA Student Action Summit. It's a Super Bowl for that company, for that organization. It's a nonprofit, right? Mm-hmm. And I got hit up a little bit because they said former WWE superstar. And in the comment section, go, oh, you invite somebody that was part of a company that goes to Saudi Arabia? I'm like, whoa, Kimasabi, I wasn't even there. Like, right. no. New, they just started doing the tours, the Christmas, you know, for the troops, like way, way, way back. There was no Saudi Arabia tours, and if there were, I would not be on it. I don't even do. I even put said about the podcast. I don't even talk about it on the podcast, so I know what the hell you're talking about. But um, so like, I don't understand how like the press is not out there more talking about this and putting more seriously social pressure on WWE to stop frigging going there. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I don't get that, it. Why are they getting away? Like, like if this was anybody, I don't understand. It just doesn't make sense to me. It feels like selective outrage. Well, I mean, the, the only time they got the real backlash was right after Kasogi was killed, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the other shows, they haven't really gotten that much, uh, that much, uh, you know. Well, it's still backlash. happening. Like oh, this no. is what they yeah. do there. I don't. <sighs> WWE's a little under the radar though. So if Mariah Carey or Rihanna yeah, or someone a, goes they over had a there, big boxing fight there just recently. Uh, That's what I'm saying, Glenn. I thought so too. I thought like it's okay. Nobody gives a crap because it's WWE. Yeah. Nobody knows enough that they're even going there. That's what I thought. But I was getting, I was getting like attacked. Yeah. Like, How could you even wrestle for them? Like, they don't. They didn't wrestle there when I went there. When I was yeah. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Anthony, so, Anthony Joshua fought in Saudi Arabia, and that uh, you know there was a little be. bit of backlash, but that was a big fight, and they did it. They did it there. I don't, I don't know, man. For the kind of money they're making, I think you're willing to weather some trash. Obviously, talk. they are. <laughs> they are. I mean, well, look, well, AEW got this great TV deal, right? But WWE is making basically what they're making a year for that TV deal one night with the Saudi Arabia show. Oh my you know? God, really? So yeah. Yikes. So, and wrestlers still don't get health care. Yeah. <laughs> that one. I don't know. Were you saying? Were you saying it's coming? Union unionization? Something? Lawmakers are gonna They think that because of that HBO yeah, piece that came out, like they're gonna be the ones to fix it. And that the California law is gonna affect them potentially. You know, California has it now where you can't classify independent contractors that you ha- that independent contractors are employees if they meet a certain criteria. You know what the California law, you know what's ridiculous about that? Yeah. Is if you have a writer, if they write more than 35 articles a year, they're supposed to be considered full time. Think about that. That's three articles a month. So if a writer is writing three articles a month, yeah, they are considered full time. So it's uh well, who's going to put them over? Who's going to put these legislators over that made the bill other than those people that are writing about it? Yeah, so all, all these true. writers are being let off. Self-serving there, it feels like. Yeah, but, these, yeah. but I bet you guys this right now, if that's what happens, WWE will change their setup of how they classify uh, their workers. They'll change right. certain things, like what you wear. They'll probably throw that out the window. They'll probably be more relaxed. They'll have to do something because I can never see him folding. I just can't see it. I, I hope I, so. I, I can see. Remember, they stopped going to Oregon for a long time because of the regulations. They just completely stopped going to that state. It needs to happen, though. They need it. It's such a basic thing. How do they not have insurance for that? I fault AEW because I think if AEW had done that and made that move, they would have put pressure on them to do it. I, I thought so, too. I, I did, too. 
they still could like before they weren't making money now they're gonna be profitable so who two knows? shows a week man yeah they're gonna be introducing another show jesus i did say if they did do that though that i did say AEW would definitely be the first company to offer insurance yeah I could, I, to I, all the rest of so i know there's a smart ass and they're going we're doing uh the bucks and so-and-so get insurance i mean everybody right yeah we shall see uh anything else before we uh wrap this up uh no i think uh yeah this is gonna be a busy week uh we got uh you know AEW nxt wednesday excuse me and then on friday we got uh smackdown saturday worlds collide sunday right. the royal rumble wow so uh yeah <laughs> it's a it's a pretty stacked week and we're going to be here, so I'm going to be uh, – Wrestling Inc. will be here all those nights. I will be here every night except Friday this week. Uh, I'll be here Saturday and Sunday. This should be uh, this should be good, guys. Huh? Looking forward to it. That yeah, should be good times. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Rajgiri underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubinson on Twitter where I appreciate a follow. And we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. And I'd appreciate if you'd block – when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.